0: Tonight's episode was sponsored by Mad World. Check them out at www.itsworldmadness.com. Also, check out W Energy. Use our code TAVERN10 to save 10% off your order at Dubby.gg. As always, I'm your host, Brandon, and tonight I'm guest host with Landon. How are you? Hey, bud. Just out here living the dream. Amen to that. Uh, tonight, our special guest is James of Phoenix Auto Detailing. And this is a great opportunity for you to listen and maybe pick up a good present for Christmas. Maybe you got a family member who really loves their car and would love a good detailing. Well, I think this will be your guy. James, how are you, sir? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great um for those of you who listen regularly uh we've attempted to run this episode once already but we seem to have just had our night with you know technical difficulties but i think we've got it straightened out ready to roll with a great show for you so bear with us we've had a little bit of a stormy weather lately um but tonight james runs his own business uh phoenix auto detailing and that is based you know right here in south carolina so if you're a local resident and you're listening Highly recommend This is the guy to go to. Uh, James, could you give us a brief rundown of you know, what kind of services you offer?
1: Yeah, um, we have like a basic clean uh, for vehicles. Uh, we do like a wash on the outside, we'll wax it, we'll dress the exterior trim and tires. The inside, we'll vacuum, uh, wipe all the interior down, dress it and do the windows. Then we have the details. Um, we have interior, exterior, the full detail and that's uh, it's quite involved in those. Uh, the outside, we we'll wash the vehicle, we will clay bar it, uh, wax the vehicle, uh, dress the trim and tires, and the inside is like the huge difference with the vacuum, uh, we clean the seats and carpets, uh, break out uh, many of our brushes and get in all the little cracks and crevices, uh, air compressor a bunch of other fancy tools that we have. We really get in there and try and get it back to factory new. And then we do polishes and uh, full blown paint corrections, try and get every scratch out that we can. And then we also offer a uh, five-year graphing coatings for smaller vehicles that we can get in the garage.
0: That's awesome. It sounds like you guys really hit every possible detail. And uh, it, if you had to give us an estimated price range, you know, what do your prices look like?
1: Uh, they range for $150 for a full detail on a small two-door car, uh, hatchbacks all the way up to 250 for the full-size SUVs.
0: Nice. So if uh, you were to do something, say, like for myself, uh, I drive a little Kia Forte, a little four-door sedan, which is probably what most average people are driving. Uh, what would you say something like that would cost?
1: Uh, for the Forte, the four-door sedan would be 200 well, for the uh, less than that, probably close to about half the price for just a, a good thorough cleaning, not the full-blown detailing.
0: Okay, wow. Um, in your experience, what would you say is the part of the car that gets the dirtiest, the quickest?
1: Honestly, without trying to be sexist, it depends. Uh, for women, females, it's usually the steering wheel, The turn signals, for those that use turn signals, gear (laughs) selector, stereo knobs, uh, anything on the door, anything that they touch with their hands. A lot of women wear makeup. Uh, The base and the foundation gets off on their hands, and it transfers to those areas.
0: Wow. I had never thought about that, but that, I guess, because I'm a guy, I probably wouldn't notice that.
1: Yeah. So, guys, if you look around your vehicle, it's usually the part of the door where you you put your arm on while you're driving. the pad on the center console where you rest your elbow at, you yeah. sweat, you're dirt. You know, yeah, that's control.
2: definitely uh, the place for me. Uh, my center <laughs> console has a
1: full-on shape of my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> we've done a few uh, 50-50s where we'll lay a piece of tape down and we will clean half of it and uh, pull the tape up and share the difference between the two. There's a few of them on the uh, Facebook page that we've done, some videos and some pictures. And you'd just be surprised at how much stuff comes up. Even when you think your car is clean, the body oils that come off of you get in there. It's it's a huge difference.
2: Well, uh, my question would be, what would you say is the biggest challenge you face as an auto detail service?
1: Currently, I would say it would be staying consistently busy.
2: Okay. Um. Well, um that can definitely be a challenge. Uh especially when your name's not so far spread out either, right?
1: Right. You mean like like recognition, people knowing who we are, where we are? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's that's our biggest our biggest thing right now is in our area, we live in uh the Kane Bay community here. We're fairly well known here now. When I first started in April, May of last year, when somebody asked for a detailer, like all these names came up. There was another one I won't mention his name. I don't get along with him too well, so I'm not going to mention his name and start anything. But his name showed up. I'd say like anywhere from 70 to 85 percent of all the recommendations. It took us probably about seven or eight months to get someone to actually put our name out there. And now, when someone looks, oh, we get probably about 70 to 80 percent of it now. Nice. So I think getting the name out there and being more recognized or like a, a name that's brought up and mentioned, I think that's, I think that's our biggest challenge as far as I guess. Okay. Well, that
2: uh, brings me into my next question. Are your services guaranteed?
1: Yes. Um, we do tell people when they leave if you find something that we missed or something that you're not happy with, uh, feel free to let us know and we will fix the issue. Or we give a little thank you card in the, with the vehicle, and it's also mentioned in there that we, you know, we want to guarantee their satisfaction.
2: That's an awesome idea. I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people don't uh, don't do stuff like that, huh?
1: No, not that I'm aware of. Um, a couple of people will throw a business card in there. And it's like, you know, hoping that someone would pass it out to somebody else. But that was one of the things I started in the beginning. I wanted to to be thought of as a classy business, even though I'm just a dude working out of the garage of a house. That's what somebody coming in would see. When I walk out in the garage every day, I envision this big, huge, beautiful, classy place that reeks elegance. And, you know, you think you walk in there and it's like, holy crap, I can't afford this, even though you've already called us and you're more than happy to pay the prices that we charge for what we do. But yeah, we've tried in the beginning, since the beginning to put forth, um, that kind of appearance.
0: That's what I'm talking about. So I have a question for you and, uh, feel free to say no to this, but we're building quite the family here at the tavern. Um, and again, we're sponsored by Mad World, who has his own fantastic family. So, we're hoping to spread the word of your business quite far because a lot of you know Mad World family and a lot of our family are here local. So, you're you're reaching a lot of your target audience people that are willing you know to drive to your location. Um, would you be willing to offer a discount to someone who listens to our show? Maybe someone comes to say, "I heard of you on the tavern." you know, is there anything you'd be willing to do for somebody who came and
1: mentioned that? Absolutely. Um, I'll sit down and come up with something uh, and let you guys know it'll probably be more than more than just a ten percent discount that we offer for military veterans and uh, first responders. That's so awesome. yeah, I'll sit down talk over with Rebecca and we'll see if we can come up something with specifically for you guys.
0: Yeah. That'd be amazing. So you guys, you know, stay tuned and, you know, listen to the next few episodes and I'm sure you'll be hearing more from Phoenix Auto Detailing on that aspect. Um, Is there a specific part of detailing that you enjoy the most?
2: Mm, Great question.
0: Um. Like what's that really satisfying spot that once you're done, you're just like, yeah, that looks good. Uh,
1: I don't know. I I can't really nail down anything specific about the process or the finished product other than looking back and thinking, have I done everything I possibly can? Some vehicles you're going to get that you're going to have a stain. that's not going to come out or, uh, part of the leather seat is so worn that the it's discolored or something like that i think it's just stepping back and looking at it and walking over and checking it again and saying okay i have done everything i possibly can and i am satisfied with the job that i did and i I think that's kind of like the overall thing as far as the vehicle goes i like but that that moment that the moment that seals it for me I don't know. Some people call this gay. Some people call it whatever it is. But we have a saying that says we don't just detail cars. We impact people's lives. And when someone comes up and they open the door to their car or they get out of their car or the car they come in and they see theirs for the first time after we've had it, you can see the look on their face. Um, the car looks shiny. Um, it's well taken care of or it's it's been well treated. And they open the door and they see it clean and they smell clean. And it's like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe this. And it's, I think that right there um, is like the icing on the cake. That's
0: what I'm talking about, man. That, and that shows the amount of love that's going into this business. So, you know, when you're taking your car to Phoenix auto detailing that you're leaving it in trusted hands, somebody who's not doing this just because he's trying to make a quick buck, but someone who's doing this because he truly loves what he does and wants that end result to be a good end result because you know you're, you're putting yourself on the line there. So when you you get that happy customer, it's like yes, I did this, and that that's yeah. you can you don't find that in a lot of workers these days.
2: Well, I can definitely tell you that pride is definitely taken um, with James and Phoenix Auto Detailing uh, as a team as well because I've seen a lot of before and after pictures. I've seen a lot of uh, before and after vehicles in person and it's just amazing what they do uh for sure um and that brings me to my next question though how long would you say uh like a a full detail would take
1: Mm, that is an excellent question Uh, when i first started it was anywhere between seven and nine hours Um, after getting in there and figuring out a process and getting back into the swing of things i think i myself if it's just me it's anywhere from four to six hours and it could be longer if we have a lot of pet hair or it's like heavily dirty. And I don't mean just heavily dirty from being used. I mean like body oils and everything else grinded into the materials inside there. So with Rebecca here helping me, we can do a vehicle, the average vehicle in about four hours, maybe a little bit longer.
2: Wow, that's definitely pretty quick. Um, Would you say you have a checklist that you go based off of, or do you just kind of wing it?
1: (laughs) Um, I don't know if I have a notebook big enough to hold a checklist. Uh, (laughs) I think what we do is I go through it, and I clean it, and then we back it out of the garage into the daylight, and everything shows up in the daylight. And I'll go through again, and I'll touch up a spot here or there But I think my checklist is saying, hey, Rebecca, check this for me.
2: Yeah, quality control. That's definitely something good to have.
1: Yes, and I I tell people all the time I don't know whether to consider her my quality control person or the person who just likes to pick out everything I've done wrong.
2: Well, the boss's boss is always right. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're right. She's got the (laughs) shirt to prove it. Yeah.
2: Uh, Would you say that uh, in your uh, full detail, I'm sure that there's some out there that may not do this, uh, but do you guys clean the trunks out?
1: Yes, on every vehicle except one, and that was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did a a heavy polish at the same time I did this, and it was back when Rebecca was still working a full-time job. And I think I had this car close to about nine hours and they were leaving that night on a trip and I put so much attention and so much focus into this the polishing on it and I always do more work than what I charge them for because they'll say hey I just want you to polish it and make it look shiny and I'll do it and of course since I have the bright lights on it I always see something that sticks out And I'm like you know it won't take much time to go over that spot one more time and it turns into two times and I'm like okay I gotta move on And you find those spots all the time but they came back they picked the car up they loved it loved the outside it was nice and shiny it reflected the sun again you didn't see the little spider webbing in in the the paint and they opened up the doors and they're like oh my god this is so nice this is so nice and then it's probably about three hours later i get a message and he's like hey by any chance do you guys do the trunks and as soon as i read that i'm like oh my god i didn't even open the trunk." So I told him, yes. I said, I don't normally put it in the description when people ask what all we do. I said, but we do do them. And I said, if you bring it back, I said, I'll do it. He said, we got the trunk loaded. We're headed out of town. He said, I'm not worried about it. He says, you can get it when we bring it back next time. And I think that's the the testament right there. When you forget something and someone says, that's oh, okay. You can get it when we bring it back next time.
0: That's awesome. You You made a mistake but owned up to it and the customer was still satisfied and still willing to come back and give you their business a second time that, that shows you the kind of impact you leave on your customer when you're done. Even when you do screw up, it's still such a good impact that the customer is willing to say, no, no biggie. Like I, I get it. I'm on my way back anyway. That dude, that's a good feeling, man. That's a real good feeling.
1: It is, and one of one of the things that I I try to do is I try to be open and honest with everybody, even on their Facebook page. And I even got on there when I posted the pictures of that, and I even mentioned that we forgot the trunk. And we still have people calling us all the time. You know, I, I'm honest. I'm gonna tell you I miss it, and if I tell you I miss it, that means when you bring your car in and pick it up, you're gonna be like, I wonder if you forgot my trunk. So they're gonna <laughs> open the trunk and they'll be like, Nope. He got my trunk. He didn't make that mistake again.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So this is a good opportunity for us to break away for our affiliate break. Um, We host our podcast on Buzzsprout. Uh, We just recently got on there, but the quality that they bring to the table is fantastic. If you guys were ever interested in starting your own podcast, I'm going to have my link in the description down below. And if you sign up with Buzzsprout, Uh, and you pay for one of their subscription services, you get a $20 cash back, you know, so that's gonna help you towards getting your podcast out there. Um, Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or you just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is easy, inexpensive, and fun. And it's a way to reach your online audience. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all major p- podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more within minutes of your recording. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts now. Y'all check it out. Come check out our Facebook page. There's going to be a link right there on the Facebook group and the Facebook page that you can click on that'll take you directly to that Apple Podcast link. Uh, So happy to have all of our Apple Podcast listeners uh, able to join us. We've been looking forward to having you guys as a part of the tavern for a long time, but we had to jump through a few hoops because Apple is a little more strict with the way things work, but we're on there now and we're happy to have you guys. Um, podcasting isn't hard, especially when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Also, you know, I mentioned that they have paid options. Uh, they have a free option where you get about two hours worth of recording that you can put up So to let you know how you feel about Buzzsprout. Go ahead and try that free trial out. But if you do decide to become a paid partner with them, go ahead and pay that $12 a month, it's super cheap, and you're gonna get a whole lot of stuff with that. I mean, first and foremost, you get your own website with that. So, I mean, for $12 a month, that in itself, I think is amazing. Um, if you ever want to upgrade your equipment or anything, they have guides and tutorials to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Uh, they'll help you get your show listed on all major platforms, so not just Buzzsprout, but you know, all those other platforms. Uh, they'll give you that great looking website, You get an audio player that you can drop into other websites. You can just drag and drop it, put it right in there. Uh, You get detailed analytics on what people are listening to and tools to help promote your episodes and more. So definitely check out Buzzsprout. Again, that link is gonna be down in the description below. Thank you Buzzsprout for letting us host on your site. Um, All right guys, back to it. Thanks for uh, sticking around through that advertisement. Um, We really appreciate that. So. Landon, do you have any other uh, follow-up questions for Phoenix Auto Detailing? Uh, yeah,
1: you're... actually. Um,
2: so, some uh, most people would say that you're you're fair and honest, um, but there's one or two people out there that say that you're a nuisance, um, and they have initiated a fair balance with your friendly neighborhood HOA.
0: I was about to say them sons of bitches.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, Landon. (laughs) Now we
2: know, we know you love your HOA. I've I've stressed that as many times as I've given Phoenix Auto Detail a shout out. And I, I think that right now is a great time Um, to bring up how much the HOA um, cares about you and your business by giving your business free publicity from video recording, taking pictures of the business in action, um, and et cetera. All
1: right. Um, Try to remain calm on this. Um, Yeah. Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey ain't got shit on our HOA. <laughs> our HOA is the greatest show in the world. <laughs> now, trying to remain calm. And I'd forgotten we were going to go here because it's nothing has led to this point, and it's just thrown out here. All right. So you're welcome. <laughs> thank you. We. <laughs> Looked all over the place for a house with the intent of running a business and a detailing business in specific. Our realtor lady Anne was amazing. The representative for I won't mention names. Um, the meant the builder. Okay, the representative for the builder. Uh, they all assured me. Yes, it's fine. Okay, um, sorry. So they even went and checked their guidelines and their guidelines that said, oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. You can run a business out of the house and a detailing business should be no big deal. So we started doing it and we started doing it in May of last year and worked all the way up until the end of January of this year when we got our first letter. And the letter says that you are not allowed to operate a detailing business out of your garage or driveway. So I'm like, okay, all right, I need to look this up because I was told we could, but I never looked it up. So I got on their website and looked at everything they had. And in the paperwork that they filed with Berkeley County in Exhibit C, this is how much I looked at it. It says that you are allowed to operate a business out of your house. And it had some requirements or some things that you could not do, you know, being a nuisance, uh, chemicals, uh, heavy machinery, a list of other things. And one of them was being seen from the outside. I'm like, well, OK, I'm seen from the outside. But I do nothing different than every other homeowner on our street that washes their car on the driveway, and vacuums, vacuums it and cleans it out and everything else. The only difference is, is I receive payment for what I do. So I called their lady and I won't mention her name yet, but I said, Hey, I just got this letter from you," And she goes, Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't operate a business out of your house. I'm like, okay, where are you getting this from? She says, that's in our bylaws. Make like, okay. Are you talking about the same stuff that you, you have on your, on your website? And they're like, well, I'm not sure what's on the website and I'm not familiar with it. I said, okay, well, in Appendix C of what you guys file with Berkeley County, it says this. And she goes, oh, well, I'm not familiar with that, but we had a complaint on your power washer. So now it gets specific. So I said, okay, the power washer is the complaint? She said, yes. I said, okay, it's not a gas-operated power washer. It's electric. The only time it makes noise is when I'm actively spraying. So... Combined over let's say an hour hour and a half it takes us to clean the the rims the tires the wheel wells the vehicle uh, Wash it rinse it again clay bar it rinse it again dry it off and pull it in the driveway It may run anywhere from 15 to say 30 minutes over an hour hour and a half period of time and that's absolute max on a really dirty vehicle So I said, okay If that's the issue, we will stop using the power washer and we will just use the garden hose. And she says, well, you're not allowed to run a business out of your house. I'm like, "Okay." I thought we discussed this. How do I appeal this? So she says, just uh, send a letter to us and uh, appeal your case. So I'm like, "Okay." So I went to appeal it and didn't hear anything back from. The end of February, we get another letter. So, we contact an attorney and explain to him what's going on, and it it continued to go from there. Uh, It's got to the point where we've been fined four times. We have appealed the case, the attorneys appealed the case, and we hear nothing back from them whatsoever. So, in their own bylaws, if you are told you did something wrong, you have the right to appeal it. If you don't get a satisfactory answer, you have the right to a fair and impartial hearing. And you are granted those things before they actually assess you a fine. Now, once you assess the fine, you can appeal that and ask for another one, but they may, they, they're not required to do it from there. So we've heard nothing back. Uh, the attorney sent certified letters and they returned them saying, it's not the right address. So now we're at the point now where he sent a process server over to hand deliver letters, and since then, what two days ago, we got the notice of lien and foreclosure over eight hundred and seven dollars or something like that. So we're at the point now where they've ignored us, and uh, I guess we're probably going to end up having to do a lawsuit.
2: Wow. That's uh, that's some serious a love. A shit show. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I got it. Greatest show in the world, right there. First service residential. Wait, did I say that out loud? What? Can we mute <laughs> uh, that? I, loud?
2: <laughs>
0: maybe we can just edit know. that out there. Huh? <laughs> uh, that's okay. I might forget it in post processing.
1: Sure. I'm sure they're uh, you know, they they have a lot of people that like them. So
0: <laughs> my thing is, it sounds like you've been more than fair and following all the guidelines that they've offered. Doesn't sound like you're being, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? You're you're doing exactly what they ask you to do when you disagree with something. It's not like you're going up in there kicking the door in and yelling at people. You know, you're you've done your research, you've you know appealed your case, you've handled this even. As well as anyone I think could in your situation. So to me, it just sounds like they're something's not right on their end.
1: Yeah. So. Um. OK, so in spirit of being a good neighbor, we have a community page here and I did post a, a, a post up there saying, hey, you know, I realized it. Somebody has complained about us, and apparently it is more than one, and we are a nuisance. Does anybody here have anything specific that they would like to bring up that I can address and try and rectify? On that post, we've got nothing but support. Hey, I live across the street from you. I don't hear anything. Hey, I live a couple doors down from you. I don't hear anything. I have no complaints. You do amazing work. So everybody I know of on our street is in full support of us, except one person. And we're not going to get specific on them because this was a surprise. So, um, I I don't know if I can control everything that I say, but this is America. He has his right to free speech. You know, I, I, I commend him for being man enough to step up and complain about me, but I have gone, I've jumped through hoops to do so many things to try and quiet the noise. I went and spent money on lumber in a time where lumber is like eight, nine, 10 times higher than what it used to be and built Gold boxes at this point. Yeah. I built boxes for the vacuum, which only makes noise when I'm actively vacuuming. I have an air compressor that kicks on intermittently to build up the pressure again. Both of those are in boxes. Now the sound is less than half of what it was before. Nobody else complained before except one person. So, I've jumped through hoops that I didn't need to do because none of that stuff was required or asked of me. Mm-hmm. And nothing that I've done has appeased them enough to even encourage them to respond back to me, other than just sending me another letter saying we're finding you again.
0: That's sad. That that's it not is a really good sad. Way to. To handle that at all <laughs> No and
2: especially being a new HOA uh, for this Community they're not just the only This is not the only community That that HOA is probably running either But it's Probably if the it's, same
0: one that runs my neighborhood
2: Probably actually They literally <laughs>
0: like, sent, sent me a letter with a picture Of Landon's truck parked in my driveway And two inches maybe even less Than that of his tire was sticking off The driveway onto the grass and it was An issue
2: <laughs> but we've we've seen people park next door and down the street uh, that's parked literally on the grass, not in the driveway at all. Been there for several days that day. I was literally at Brandon's house for 45 minutes.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: so there's been this- times
0: where the next door neighbor will have someone park. Like instead of parking in their driveway, they'll park like in the road in front of the house, but they'll be far enough over that they think it's my house, and I'll get a letter for it. <laughs> well, you know, anyway. you go the
1: and it is a three ring circus. Oh, well, while the the main show of the whole detailing out of the garage and driveway being in the center ring, on a ring off to the side, I get a letter from the HOA with my car parked in the grass. And it says at the bottom, it says, hey, this is a reminder that parking in the grass is allowed. Now, I said that right. You heard that right. I'm
2: glad that they're allowing you to park in the grass and that they sent you a letter specifically stating that you're allowed to park in the grass and that they just want to remind you of that.
1: <laughs> okay, here, here here's the kicker. A couple weeks later, I get a picture of my car, obviously in the driveway. Now, at this point in time, they're taking pictures of me working like four houses down, four or five houses down. They're taking them from far away because I recorded them sitting outside my house one day. So this letter they send me with the picture of my car in the driveway, because you can see concrete on both sides of the car. And the letter states, this is a reminder that parking is not allowed in the grass. (laughs) So now if you are a world-class organization with your corporate office in Florida of all of the wonderful places that a corporate office for an HOA could be in, you can't tell the difference between a car being parked in the driveway and the grass. And when I do park my car on the grass, you send me a letter telling me it's okay (laughs) <laughs> but when you
2: park in the driveway, you're no longer allowed to park in the grass. I don't...
1: yeah, I'm I'm confused yeah, at this point and I I don't know what to do because everything that I do right is wrong.
2: Well, you have rattled uh that HOA for sure and uh you're a vigilante uh in their eyes and they don't know how to handle that situation. Like, uh, man. So they they decide that they just they enjoy your company so much that they want to write you letters. And it's your job to decrypt the letters and then write them letters back that
1: they don't respond to. Exactly. <laughs> now, I, I love my HOA so much. Now, I understand there's a reason for having an HOA. Yeah. You know, if I had six cars in my grass, three of them were on blocks, the other three were missing windows, doors, other body panels and the tires were flat and I couldn't cut the grass underneath them because they've been sitting here for so long. I understand that. You know, I I can understand that. Now they say that their main job or one of their main jobs is to keep the property value high, you know, increase the property value and keep it high. Now my question is, is what is your definition of property value? Are you talking about the monetary term of resale, of how much the builder is going to get for the house he sells next to me when he completes it, how much the builder is going to get in the n- new development that they're building down the road. Are you talking about the monetary type like that, or are you talking about the property value of the homeowner who, if we cannot put a trampoline or a playset in their backyard because you will not allow them? If I can't do those kinds of things, if I can't provide an environment that my kids can play in since the HOA changed their mind and didn't give us the amenities that they promised us, if I can't do something in my own backyard for my kid to have value in, if I can't work from home and provide a living for my family, what is that property value to me?
0: Amen.
1: Absolutely nothing. At this point in time, I to pay the fines, if they want to put a lien on my house so be it if they want to foreclose on my house they can pay the mortgage until they find a buyer i'm not paying for something that i can't enjoy why should i pay the amount of money that i'm paying and our equity's gone up a hundred and forty thousand in less than two years
0: yeah it's gone up a lot
1: around here wait what value is that to me and my family if we can't enjoy it Right. Why should we have to live in fear of appeasing a company like instead a of, of being happy? Of yeah, yeah. I, To me, it's tyranny. <laughs> <For> <laughs> Look me, at that. For me Off to pay... Country, fines, and now
0: he's fighting for your rights as a homeowner.
1: That's it. Phoenix Auto for, Detailing.
0: Veteran owned.
1: For me to pay fines to continue to work out of my home, isn't that extortion? Yes. Isn't that the same thing that the Mafia did and all these gangs do in these neighborhoods where they're like, oh, um, if you want to run a business, you have to pay protection money. Well, who am I paying protection money? Me. Who are you protecting me from? Me. Is that not the same principle?
2: Yeah, for sure. And the The fact that you said, too, that the HOA promised amenities and then redacted that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's now saying that you're not allowed to give your family amenities in Start your own eventually. home. Then, mm-hmm. you know, what w- what good is that for anybody?
1: I don't know. But I'm a firm believer that we live in the Section 8 area of Cane Bay. Oof. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Homes well, they're, they're mid six years. And we still feel like we live in section eight because we can't do anything. I believe it.
0: We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We're getting a little on in time here. Um, but James, it has been fantastic to have you on, man. I'm glad that we finally got you on the show. Uh, do you have any closing words of wisdom for
1: our audience? Um, yeah. Uh, I guess no i don't know <laughs> i thought i had something catchy and i don't know uh senior moment there no it's, it's been a pleasure being on here thank you guys um i appreciate it i appreciate you guys appreciate you guys shouting us out um yeah it's nice time.
2: oh is it my turn yeah go ahead <laughs> oh sorry Uh Again, I I would like to reiterate uh, what Brandon said. It's uh, great to actually uh, get you on the podcast. I think it's awesome that you guys get to meet for the first time as well. And I appreciate all the hard work and dedication that you put into building your business and that you continue to put building your business. Uh, I hope it expands. Uh, I hope it does well. And uh, there's nothing but up. And as you know, the phoenix, right, it rises from the ashes, Uh, so from the bottom to the top, it's, it's going to keep going and going and going. Um, you you said you didn't have a catchy motto, um, but I think you do. And, (laughs) uh, in the words of, uh, Phoenix auto detailing, defund the HOA and give them the
1: bird. Give them the bird.
0: I love it. Rise from the ashes of that HOA battleground, sir. All right, guys. Again, we love you. Thanks for hanging out at the Tavern. You guys are always welcome. We appreciate our fans and all of our listeners out there. And we welcome our new family that will be surely rolling in from the Apple side of the world. We're glad to have you guys around. And uh, thanks for stopping by the Tavern.